Hey, Rebel! I'm Amy Verlinich, the Rebel Rouser and Hype Gal behind the Rebel Against Ordinary podcast, where I love to disrupt normal and empower rebels, as well as all you rebels in hiding, to discover your God-given strengths and weaknesses so that you can unapologetically unleash your superpower with anyone, everywhere, all the time. Simply put, I don't want to just help you think outside the box. I want to empower you to live there. So if you're ready to shut that inner critic up, rise up from your circumstances, show up confidently in every area of your life, and resist the urge to settle for more than all the BS the world is telling and selling you, then you are most definitely in the right place. Grab a hot beverage or one on the rocks, because in this week's episode, we're going to talk about something that can really zap our superpower. It's people. (laughs) Seriously, though, it's true. And it's not about whether you're introverted or extroverted. Although I know our oldest children are introverts and say that the time with my extroverted hubby and I can feel like we're vampires draining the life out of them. (laughs) That's another episode for another day. Today is all about rebelling against ordinary relationships. But before we go any further, I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Because when I say relationships, I'm referring to the way in which two or more people are connected or the state of being connected. So while one relationship could include your spouse, if you're married, as you listen today, I want you to open your mind to all the other relationships in your life as well. I'm talking about anyone and everyone you're connected to, whether that's your children, your parents, siblings, co-workers, employees, teacher, coach, or friends. And I understand that all those relationships might have different levels of trust, commitment, or even affection but they are still all people you're connected to, whether you like it or not. And it's really in those moments when we struggle with someone that things can really get rough and draining, like kryptonite to Superman. And maybe that sounds horrible to you to compare the people in our lives to kryptonite. But if you've ever wanted to avoid someone, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Let's face it, people can be really difficult. Um, hello, I am people. (laughs) I know I can be really difficult, and so do my husband and kids. But there was a time where I never would have admitted that because I believed a good relationship was one that never struggled, never disagreed, and never fought. And then I married Mike (laughs) and had children and homeschooled. And there is nothing quite like spending time with people 24-7 to really bring out the ugly in everyone. Relationships aren't easy, but really it's because we aren't easy. We are one-of-a-kind creations, and while we may share similarities or even family genetics, we are all different. There is not one completely the same, and that can make things really difficult. So as much as I'd love to give you three easy steps to having perfect relationships in your life, I can't. Because I don't believe there's anything easy about relationships. And when you connect to imperfect people, you can't get perfection. It just doesn't work that way. Two imperfections cannot create a perfection. It just doesn't add up. So relationship consisting of imperfection cannot be perfect. And when you connect two imperfect humans full of opinions and ideas and self-centeredness, 
Well, there are bound to be some issues. <laughs> People just don't rub us the right way all the time, even the ones we love. We just aren't always going to see eye to eye with everyone. However, one thing that has the power to positively change every relationship we have is choosing to see greatness in others. <laughs> see what I did there? I just took the idea of three easy steps to better your relationships and brought it down to one really hard one. <laughs> Seriously, though, if we want to have relationships that don't zap our superpower, then we've got to change the way we see things. And the way we see and the way we change our perspective is to take a look at what we think. What we think affects what we see and do. So when we don't see eye to eye with someone, it's because our thoughts are telling us something. It's how a woman stays with the man who's abusing her. Her mind has told her he will change. And so what she sees, while it's not true, it's her truth. And she builds a life, an incredibly sad and difficult one, around that truth. What we see when we look at the people in our lives directly affects what we do. And how we choose to see others also affects them. When we choose to see greatness in others, we empower our relationship in supernatural ways. Now, I just want to pause here for a second because I know that there are some of you in a less than stellar relationship because you've convinced yourself that the guy beating you is a really good guy with lots of potential. And I can agree with you on the latter. Everyone has potential, yes. But your belief isn't enough to turn someone into something great. Do you hear what I'm saying? You need to get out and get safe. And if you're married, the same goes for you too. You can see great things in your husband and pray for him to change, but he has to want that first and do something about it. You can't want it for him. And honey, God didn't create you to be a punching bag or to live in fear. The world needs you. And I beg you to surround yourself with people who see greatness in you because you were created for so much more. And the world needs your superpower. Okay, so now that I've clarified that, let's continue. What we see when we look at the people in our lives directly affects what we do. And if we want relationships that don't zap our superpower, then we've got to change the way we see things. But that's easier said than done, right? Especially when the person in front of you isn't acting that great. <laughs> but here's the deal. When we choose to see greatness in others, we open ourselves up to new possibilities. And where there are possibilities, there is hope. And when we're struggling in a relationship, hope is exactly what we need. Hope has the power to bring light in the darkness like a spark in the pitch of night. If you've ever been in complete darkness, like physically you open your eyes and you can see nothing, then you know that even a flame from a match would change the entire space, right? Hope is like that. It has the power to completely change what we see and how we see things. Hope is truly a rebellious act against the spiritual darkness that tries to destroy us and our relationships every single day. What we see when we look at the relationships and the people in those relationships matters, not just to us, but to them as well. Because when we choose to see greatness in others, 
everything shifts. Because seeing potential in something is future thinking. It's believing in something that hasn't happened yet. And I got to tell you, people will do more than they ever dreamed possible when they have someone who believes in them. And I know this because of how I've experienced in my own life, in ways I'm still realizing now. People in my past believed in me and saw greatness when I didn't. But I wanted to share a story when I chose to see greatness in someone else because it not only changed how I saw things, but it changed my life. Let me start by saying that I got married at 20 years old. And that very week, Mike and I became owners of a pawn shop. We loved working together, and looking back, I can see how it was a setup for a much bigger purpose, one we couldn't see at the time. Now, the pawn shop provided desirable hours and pay. We were crazy about each other, and there was little focus on much outside of our relationship. I didn't really think much about what our future would hold, which also meant I had no clue what either of us would become. But God did. And he wasn't surprised when we walked into a church after living across the street for two years. And he wasn't surprised when I recognized the pastor's wife as the woman I'd talked to years before while I sat watching my stepson in his summer sports activities. Her child was in them too. And God wasn't surprised when her and her husband, the pastor of that church, became friends of Mike and I. And it also didn't surprise God in the least on the day that that pastor called my husband, Pastor Mike. And while I can't say that for Mike, (laughs) honestly, I will never forget the look on my husband's face of utter shock and disbelief or Mike's response as he very confidently replied, I will never be a pastor. Now, I can tell you that that might have been the end of it. Literally, it could have been nothing more than a cute joke on our journey through life. Like years later, Mike and I'd be sitting around, wasn't that crazy what he said? (laughs) But I couldn't stop thinking about it. And honestly, I was bothered by how this man could see something more in my husband than I did. I mean, I really wanted to be a wife that encouraged my husband to become all that God wanted him to be. But until that moment, I realized I'd been looking at my husband through my eyes, which were clouded by what I thought he should become. And I didn't want my husband to miss out on something bigger or seemingly ridiculous or impossible, (laughs) all because I didn't see more in him than he was able to see in himself. So I asked God to help me see my husband through his eyes because he knew all that Mike was capable of, even if I didn't. And I got to tell you, I had no idea what was going to happen. And by that, I sincerely mean I had no idea what was going to happen. Seriously, there was a time in our lives where God had no part in it. And we spent years like that. But when I started praying for God to show me what he saw when he looked at my husband, and I remained open to seeing something beyond who Mike was in the moment, God did something even bigger. And for the first time, I saw a man who would be chosen to lead people to something greater than themselves, and he was going to use my husband to do it. And as crazy good as all of that was, what I didn't realize was, as God was blowing my mind, he was also working on my husband's heart. 
Because being a pastor or a church planter was the last thing that Mike ever would have thought that he would do. Like, it wasn't even on the list of things he'd never do because it was never, ever a consideration. (laughs) And going to college that late in life was also not on his bucket list. He'd also said he'd never go to college. (laughs) But as I continued to seek what God saw in my husband, he was also telling Mike he needed to go to college to pursue ministry. Now, at the time, Mike wasn't even sure what that might look like. But because I was diligently asking God to show me, I'd actually already bought some books for him on speaking, which was really crazy because Mike was terrified to speak in front of people. I mean, he had no problem being the center of attention at a party, but put him in front of a crowd? Um, (laughs) Let's just say it was comfortable watching. (laughs) I know because I'd seen it when Mike was asked to speak on behalf of a friend and I was truly dumbfounded by how very, how this very, very extroverted man, charismatic husband of mine, went pale the moment he looked up from the podium. (laughs) I gotta tell you, the memory of that one moment alone was enough to make me doubt buying those books on speaking, but I kept choosing to see the potential in Mike. And after he'd signed up for online college, would you even believe the very first course he had was speech? (laughs) How about the fact that some of the books I'd bought were the very ones that he needed for his class, including the very first one? (laughs) God can do things beyond our comprehension when we choose to see things from his perspective. And that's not a one-time kind of deal. It's a daily one. I don't remember how many times Mike doubted what he was doing along the way. At one point, he said he couldn't do it because if all this was really leading to him being a pastor, there was no way that he thought that was possible. Not with his past, not with everything he'd done. And I don't know what would have happened if I had doubted with him. If in that moment, I agreed with his doubt. If in that moment, my hope caved in with him. But because I was choosing to see greatness in him, I was able to tell him that his story was exactly why God had chosen him and that no matter what, I would be with him every step of the way because I believed that God was going to blow our minds. And he did. In countless ways we saw and even more we may never realize. We started a church in a bar and it was different. It looked more like a concert But it was with all purpose because we were different. I mean, here Mike was pastoring a church when he'd spent years not only despising churches, but mocking those who believed in Jesus. Yep. And that's exactly why God wanted to use him. Because God saw Mike's potential long before anyone else did. And once I saw it, I never could unsee it. And we created a safe space for people to kick the tires of faith, where they could entertain the idea that God wanted to make a difference in their life, because we'd experienced what he'd done in ours. And as we saw the potential in people's darkest moments, they began to believe something else was possible too. And every life affected was connected to the moment I asked God to show me what he saw when he looked at Mike. I don't know what things would be like now if I hadn't encouraged him to take a risk and impact the world. 
But I do know that in helping him, standing with him, and believing in him, our superpowers together impacted the world and transformed our own faith. I have no doubt about it because we don't just think nothing is wasted with God. We've experienced it. We've seen what happens when you believe in people, even when they don't believe in themselves. A hero has the power to encourage others to take risks they never would be comfortable taking and do things they never would think of doing and become more than they would ever dream of being, all because a hero believed it was possible. That's all it takes. One hero believing you are strong enough, smart enough, good enough, kind enough, talented enough, skilled enough, and brave enough. One hero believing that you have what it takes to accomplish what God created you to do. One hero setting their own limiting thoughts and selfish desires aside to instead choose to see through God's limitless eyes when looking at others. I don't know what would have happened if I wouldn't have opened my eyes to the possibilities of what was hidden inside my husband. But I'm sure he never would have become more than what I saw in him. And looking back now, I know I needed to see it. Because even when others doubted he could do it, he came home to a wife who believed he could. You have a choice as to what you will choose to focus on when you see the people in your life. If you want to see your husband as fearless, tell him you believe in him. If you want to see your children as confident, tell them they have what it takes. If you want to see people rebel against ordinary, support them no matter what. When we choose to see greatness in others, it's like taking our superpower to a whole nother level because we get to be a part of someone else's story, a superhero in training, and then empower them in ways that makes our own heart beat louder. And speaking of heroes in training, if you're a mom, you are a hero maker. You are a leader. And when you see yourself as a leader of your children who encourages her children to learn their superpower and see themselves as superheroes too? Well, the world is impacted in unfathomable ways. Take the opportunity to discuss with your children each of the things that make them unique and stand out. These are all a part of their superpower combined with their weaknesses as well. Again, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please do. And then apply it to your children because your children, each one, has a superpower. But it's not just in his or her strengths. It's a combination of their strengths and weaknesses together. And when we parent from that place... Our kids learn to appreciate both. Make no doubt about it. You are most definitely a hero maker, sweet mama. And motherhood is a truly holy assignment. You are raising world changers. And every child that goes out into the world is like throwing a rock in the water and seeing the ripples come from that rock. What you're doing today with your children matters. What you're doing with every single person you come into contact with today, tomorrow, and every day after that matters. And when we choose to see greatness in others, it's like finding out you've carried this invisible superpower inside you that you didn't even realize. And it gives you the power to see possibility. Mm, 
That's so good. The power to see possibility in our relationships changes everything. But you know that rebelling against ordinary always calls us out of our comfort zone, right? So I just got to add that seeing possibility in our relationships shifts our perspective on our differences as well. Mm, Yes, I'm going there because I know that all you rebels know what it's like to feel like a misfit. Some of you have experienced feeling or even being outcast from friends or family. And I'm sorry that you went through that. I can't apologize for what someone else did to you. But I really hate that you had to go through that kind of betrayal or devastation or loss. But I want to encourage you, instead of allowing that moment to harden you, to change the way that you see people, what if you gave yourself permission to make it, to allow it to make you better instead of bitter? I'm not saying to ignore it or pretend that it never happened. Forgive and forget is not something you are ever going to hear here. <laughs> That's another episode. But I will tell you that forgiveness sets you free. And honestly, forgetting would be a tragedy because I believe our struggles and pain and loss can actually help others experience hope in supernatural ways. Notice I didn't say something horrific happened to you so that you could help others because that's not what I believe. But I do believe we have the power to shift our thinking and see our pain in a way that brings life to an area we thought was dead. And when we do that, we have the power to help people we never even knew existed. See, you aren't the only one that's felt alone or different. You aren't the only one who's been told they're too much or not enough. We are all different, and yet somehow we've convinced ourselves that being different is a bad thing. It's ironic, really, because here we are, amazingly different, and yet we gravitate towards similarity and repel our differences. But when we do that, we lose some of the greatest things about who we are. Our differences should be celebrated. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about those in our inner circle. The relationships we're already in and the connections we've already made. You know, the ones we've accepted as okay. I'm talking about getting out of the circle you've kept your relationships in. Because it's outside of that circle where we open ourselves up to new possibilities. And incredible things can happen outside of our comfort zones. Like unbelievable, miraculous kind of things. It's where God loves to do his best work. And where our faith is taken to extreme levels and depths we never could have imagined going to. And through. We are all different. That's a fact. But we also share some pretty big things in common, like feeling different. And when you take the time to think about the things you have in common with someone else, even those who think and act and live differently than you, it changes everything you see and how you see people. But doubt is the quickest way to keep you from seeing God's power to transform the circumstances and people in your life. And please notice I said God's power, meaning you can't change anyone, and you're not supposed to. No one needs you to tell them they're standing in shit. They smell it. But what if, instead of telling them, you offered your hand to pull them out? And what if, when they hesitated or said no, you said you would sit there and wait? And what if, after a while, you said you'd be back? And what if, after a little while, you went back again and offered to pull them out. And you told them you believed they could actually get out of that shit. They actually could do something different. 
all because you believed it was possible. And then you kept going through that process as many times as it took until one day when you extended your hand, like you've done a million times before, they grabbed your hand and you pulled them out and you walked out the next steps together. See, believing in someone is such a powerful thing. Seeing possibilities beyond our circumstances is truly transformative. And once we've experienced that kind of transformation, hope can give, we can't help but want to tell others they can feel it too. One of the songs we used for a welcome video in our church was People Like Us by Kelly Clarkson. I'll include the link in the show notes, but I wanted to share a few of my favorite parts because it explains what I feel about what happens when we take what was meant to destroy us and use it to start a revolution for good. She sings, people like us, we've got to stick together. Keep your head up, nothing lasts forever. Here's to the damned, to the lost, and forgotten. It's hard to get high when you're living on the bottom. And then there's a line that literally chokes me up every time I listen to it when she sings, this is not a funeral. It's a revolution after all your tears have turned to rage. And it hits me every time because so much of our passion comes from a deep place of pain or struggle. And I know that rage is normally looked at as something negative but I got to tell you when I see people telling other people they can't be or aren't or shouldn't or couldn't possibly God hold me back because it breaks my heart and makes my blood boil which is a perfect segue to the next words of the song They can't do nothing to you. They can't do nothing to me. This is the life that we choose. This is the life that we bleed. So throw your fists in the air. Come out, come out if you dare. Tonight we're going to change forever. We are all misfits living in a world on fire. Sing it for the people like us. You've just got to turn it up loud when the flames get higher. Sing it for the people like us. And the video gives such a powerful visual of how our differences are such an incredibly beautiful thing, if only we choose to see it through the eyes of love. Choosing to rebel against ordinary relationships gives us the power to look at others, those we share things in common with, and those we don't, and see all of it makes us who we are to each other. Valuable. And I know there's nothing normal about that kind of shift in our perspective, but this is what rebelling against ordinary is all about. And it's this kind of revolution that has the potential to not only change how we think and see things, but also what we do about it. How we show up and change the world with a revolution like the world has yet to experience it. Let's face it, it's not normal to see greatness in people who are different than us, whether by how they look, act, think, or believe. And I understand it might be comfortable to hang out with those who have things in common with us. But if we pick that apart, the truth is, none of us are the same. Not one. I believe in a God that created us, and he didn't make anyone the same. And even if you don't believe that, just entertain the idea for a minute that you were made intentionally, on purpose, for a purpose, and that each of us are uniquely made. And if we decide that we won't make space for people who are different from us, we will never grow. 
or discover how incredible God is or experience all the mind-blowing things he has for us to uncover about our own superpower. I don't want to miss out on something great because I refused to open my eyes and heart. But when we choose to turn our thinking upside down and believe there's value in everyone and anyone we meet, we can use our own superpower to encourage everyone around us. We become a light in a world of so much darkness and the light spreads and grows And that's a movement I'm here for. See, the revolution against ordinary isn't about being the same, but having one belief that drives the movement full of different people that celebrate their differences and choose to see greatness in one another. And while I'll be the first one to admit that's easier said than done sometimes, I know there's nothing like God showing you things in people that they haven't even seen in themselves. How will the people in your life be different because you took the time to encourage them today? You never know what someone's going through. You don't know the inner demons people are fighting every day or the reels that have been stuck on shuffle in their head over and over and over again. But I do know that when we soften our hearts and choose to see potentials in others, things change and people are set free to a world of unlimited possibilities it's time to fight for one another instead of with each other and while fighting may not be something we're encouraged to do the truth is some things are worth fighting for and you dear rebel are most definitely one of them Fighting with each other? That's normal. That's easy. But rebelling against ordinary means fighting for something more. Refusing to settle for what the statistics are telling us or what the world is selling us and even what our beliefs have convinced us to be true. Hero makers make heroes. And then those heroes make more. And so on and so on and so on. And this isn't a one-and-done kind of battle. This is one that is ongoing. And it matters. Because there are people in this world who think they don't. And it just is not good enough for me. Not when I know what can happen when I simply make time to see the greatness in the people I come into contact with every day. People are struggling. There are those who have never heard they matter. Maybe you are one of them, and so please hear me clearly and then save this for later because you matter. You are so loved, and you are valuable, just as you are right now in this very moment, no matter what that looks like, because your value isn't found in what you do or what someone says about you or sees in you. And you believing... That is worth the fight it takes to get you there because I know when you believe it, it's like your heart beats in a way that you can't explain, but you don't know how you even lived before without a heartbeat. Like you must have been walking around like a zombie, void of purpose. But see, it's always been there. You just needed someone to see it and believe it was possible. And I'm telling you, I believe in you. Our superpower can change the world in so many ways. But when we choose to see the potential in everyone and anyone around us, 
That's a power that can change the world. You are a hero maker. And everything you and I do every day can either help make heroes or, well, allow people to believe they are zeros. And I realize that may sound a little over the top, but I've seen it and lived it. And when someone believes they are a world changer, the world begins to look different. And then when people like us rebel against ordinary arguing and choose to fight for something more, for the misfits and the outcasts and the rebels who thought they weren't worthy of dreaming bigger, well, we have the potential to light a fire that lights up the entire world. Which leads me to this week's Live Louder Challenge. And if you're new here, the challenge is simply a way for us to drown out the noise of the world and turn up the volume of our heart's beat because that's when we feel most alive. So challenge number one, watch Kelly Clarkson's video of the song, People Like Us. And please, even if you've heard the song before or watched the video, watch it again, add it to your Rebel playlist, and listen to it every day as a reminder to break outside of your comfort zone and encourage people by seeing something great in them. Number two challenge, see a superhero in someone else. That's the next challenge. Choose to see the potential in the people you encounter, whether you're a mom, wife, friend, daughter, boss, coach, whatever space you're in and whatever super cape you have on, use your power to see greatness in someone else. And since I'm talking to rebels, I also want to triple dog dare you to create the space in your heart and mind to celebrate the differences of those in your life. And even outside of your circle, do something to encourage them and let them know they're valuable and necessary to the world. I don't know where we'd be if that pastor and his wife hadn't seen greatness in Mike and I. Honestly, I I have no idea. They saw something no one else saw especially us. But I know that as I record this, my seventh episode of this podcast, that it's connected directly to them. So go out and encourage someone else. See greatness in the people that come into your space every single day. And that's a wrap, Rebels. I truly hope it empowered you to change your perspective on people and the power you have to make heroes. Join me next week for the final part of this series. And be sure to listen to the last week's episode if you haven't yet. And thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, I hope you live bigger than what's acceptable, love louder than what's necessary, and light a fire in the darkest spaces of yourself and the world. Love you, Rebel.